Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Tom Kelly along with Al Morgani. We're in for the midday guys today. Uh, that was Travis Konechny scoring goal now. That's on me. I, I played that because I, I was under the impression that was the goal from the, the game That of the was weekend. on national game. That was that. not from the stadium series. No, it was a previous game, Toronto. Yeah. yeah that was a good game. That's that, not as good as the weekend. That was even though they lost, that was a good event. Disappointing performance, though. You know. Yeah, the goalie man. had a tough game, yeah. Erson. But I mean, just the event was. Oh, man, they, they've had like forty of these now. They really are fun. They are. And they really I, are fun. I wish they would play. And I know you can't play like every game outside, but no. they should do this more. They should do this every year. Four teams: Rangers, Flyers, Islanders, Devils, with almost a, a local tournament. And but count in the stand, not like the M- count in the standings, like your regular games. That's one of the games you would play, right? And you could do that. I mean, obviously there are some climates that wouldn't support it. Yeah, but you could do it in Canada. You could do it. Well, they, yeah, you know, they do. Northwest. They, no, there's, there's no climate that wouldn't support it. Well, what do you mean? Like, you there's can't no play climate. Outdoor hockey in Cal- Southern California. They did a couple of times. Did they? Yeah. No. Vegas. I guess yeah. I'm wrong about South that. South Florida. I mean, how everywhere. does that work? How do they keep the ice cold? Well, do you have a refrigerator in your house? Yep. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's not maintaining do. an ice surface. Yeah, I they feel can do, like the only that... thing you can't do is rain is a problem. Well, they play in the rain here. Okay. No, it's fine. You can have outdoor. They do it all the time. You can be, you can go Saudi Arabia put a put a rink in. Why do they not do it more? Well, because it's the, I think it's weather depend like the rain. Mm-hmm. Snow is no problem. If it rains, it's a, you know it's a big undertaking. Seventy thousand people. It's like, but I think you could do it. I honestly think you could do this every year, and and go Citizens Bank Park, um, MetLife, Yankee Stadium, um, whatever they have out on the island. I don't know <laughs> out there. Um, have it have it done. I mean, it's a blast. It, it really was fun. I didn't. Some of the telecasts were. I think they tried to get too much in, and they missed some plays talking to people that were there because they were stars or whatever. I think they missed some, but the uniforms were cool, most of them. The inter- the entrances were awesome, except the Islanders. They wouldn't let them do anything, came in in their regular clothes. Lou Lamorella wouldn't let them. Oh, what a, what a bum uh, yeah, No is. kidding, yeah. So yeah. they wanted to do like a rocky theme thing like the Flyers Yeah, everybody did. did. The Rangers came in with the fire department and police department stuff. Calm down, Lou Lamorella. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It was uh but it was cool. I, I think I think you could have that event. I think I think you should I think more you should think outside the box from time to time to do something like that. It really is like you had the big 5 here and for whatever reason I think people have lost touch with it and I, it makes me really mad that you had something as special as that and it's kind of gone away. Well, a big part of it is all the teams stink. That's the problem. Like, aside that, from Villanova, yeah, and they're not even, good in Even them, but. but even before, I, I think Villanova going big time, and they had to. I mean, there's no... But, I mean, there are games that are at the Palestra that aren't even banged out. I right. And when they try... Now, I think that that new thing they have down at the Wells Fargo, I forget what they call it, where they, um, they all six teams now got City involved. City six, yeah. City, I think that might work, but there's some special things that you could have. But I would do it. I would do it at the at a different venue sometimes, just yeah. to have that. I mean, it's cool. No, it was cool. It was really cool, and we can throw that out for for a side topic today as well. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Like, what's a venue you'd want to see a game at? I would pay so much money to see the Sixers at the Roman Gym. <laughs> I would if you told me like the Roman Coliseum. No, no, Roman okay. Catholic. Oh. <laughs> 
I thought you were talking about the Roman Coliseum. I'm I'm imagining Joel Embiid like all (laughs) suited up in armor, ready to fight against LeBron. If you told me that they were playing the Lake, whomever, that Roman, okay, I don't care what those tickets cost. I want to see that. You know what? That's pretty cool. That's a good idea. NBA game at at the Rucker Park in New York. Yeah. Yeah. That would be sick. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Really? It would be be cool to see something like that. I I love what they did a couple years ago where... They had the baseball game in like the cornfield. Yeah, uh, I'm not a cornfield. You didn't like that? I I I thought that was pretty cool. I have an agenda there. I hated that movie. What? How do you hate Field of Dreams? I hated it. I hated it. I hate everything, and I love that. I love baseball, and I think that's everything that's wrong with baseball. Why? What was the matter with it? Because to me, touching tail. No, because. The baseball lost its way when every when we became I called it a stained glass sport. Every oh look at the the legends and this and that and no baseball is a really physical game, and you, I, I think you should celebrate hard slides into second base. How hard it is to play. I just I I I, I thought that was so sappy. I hated that movie. I just well, I mean, I'm a distinct minority, how? but I hated that movie. How can you not tear up when the girl I didn't is choking on the hot dog, and <laughs> you know the the guy has to come across and, and give up his youth to go save her? That's an amazing scene. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Talk, there's nothing like talking corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Talking, talking like, corn, talking yeah. about corn. Well, I mean, the, 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 those ears talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> give me a yeah, break. That's true. Give me a break. That, maybe what the, the hell? No, it wasn't, so it wasn't the corn. It was the, 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 no, it the was guys like, in the corn. No, it was stupid. Right. It was just wow. stupid. I like. Did you like Field of Dreams, uh, Francisco? Legendary. Yeah. We're yeah. doing. Yeah. I, I, cry, now I, I cried when he had uh, Catch With His Dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I cried. Oh. Great movie. Real tears. 215-592-9494 if you want to get in. Main topic today, though, do you believe that the Phillies are better off without Reese Hoskins and that Whit Field is a better fit? Um I just think it makes it fit a lot better, Al, and, and you know, gives the ability to do a lot of different things. And, and even though we look at the numbers and Hoskins, obviously, it's a lot of home runs, generates a lot of power. Yeah. Murrayfield just gives you an element that you didn't really have the last couple of years. Yeah, a lot of moves, a lot of under-the-radar stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good baseball signing for, I guess, $8 million anymore is like <laughs> nothing, right? Right. <laughs> No, like that's free, I mean, absolutely. like a freebie. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get to the lineup in a few minutes here. But um, our, our other thing we were talking about today, President's Day. And by the way, very uh, important news during the break. Thank you to Joanne on Twitter tweets at us and says in Hatboro, they do collect trash today. So it's, I guess, not considered huh. a formal holiday. They don't, they, don't regard, they don't have any regard for past presidents. Yeah. And this, this kind of bothered me because I grew up in Hatboro. And during the break, you're just ripping the town. For absolutely no reason, you said the name is stupid. Well, I didn't know they named, they built hats or they manufactured hats there. Yeah, it's like I don't. Know, I guess uh, that's a logical name. I guess Hatboro. No, I went to Upper Moreland, but Hatboro Horsham was our chief rival. Their name, their uh, mascot name, is the Hatters. <laughs> Mad Hatters. <laughs> yes, the Mad Hatters uh, was their name. But two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in, get back to the phones in one second. But Al, I did want to ask you one more trivia question. All right, the phones. President Woodrow Wilson uh, played Woodrow. baseball at Davidson. What Dave. position did he play? Another baseball question. Another sports question. Uh, so I assume he was a rich kid. So they usually play first base. He's an outfielder. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he played outfield. Uh, Woodrow Wilson. Al's a fraud. Yeah, no, no, no. When was he the president? 
I like the name Woodrow though. Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow, 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 now Woodrow. I printed out my list of presidents. There ain't many Woodrow Woodrows around anymore. Who's the no. Who's the bigger legend? Is it Steph Curry at Davidson or is it Woodrow Wilson? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Woodrow um, sounds like a band. Yeah, Woodrow <laughs> Wilson was president from 1913 Ooh. to 1921. Two termer. Oh, so yeah. Congratulations, Woodrow. What a name. Yeah, that's Those a great guy. I should have named my son Woodrow. No, Woody. <laughs> that would have been. Yeah, good. that would have been good. Yeah. 215-592-9494. We'll get to the lineup in a minute. First, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Carl and Maple Shade. What's up, Carl? Yo, guys. What's happening? For the Carl? Eagles. Um, the first thing. I would want from Jeffrey Lurie is for my coach to get some sort of reclaim of dominance to this team. For him to have this label of puppet and lame duck, I mean, this is no way. And I think that when that question's asked, what does Nick do as a head coach? Go see one of his practices because Nick is running the show and he's running it hard and he's doing it right, pushing every player to the right level. And that would end the story with what does Nick do. Then he puts it in the hands of his coordinators. But he is running hard practices, and that's how he can save himself. Well, uh, yeah, what, what do you so, Carl? You just think the problem is they didn't yeah. practice harder? Wasn't the whole issue last year that they didn't practice hard at all in the preseason? That's where I think he can show change. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, make make this a different kind of camp. Yeah, I mean he's got the opportunity yeah, now. What there. do I do? Yeah. Come to one of my practices. I'll show you what I do. Yeah, I, I mean, I I guess Carl, but I think like there's only so hard you can push these guys. Like there are no, rules I'm against not, it. Yeah. Oh no, I I that's why I said he has to do it right in the right measure. But you have to push these. I mean, tackling's an issue. I mean, these are all the things as a head coach that he could show. Yeah, I, I'm in control. Come to my practice, you'll see what I do. That you can't have a, a lean duck puppet label on your head coach as an owner. Yeah, I, I got you, Carl. Did you want a, a presidential trivia question? Sure. Okay. How many sports did John F. Kennedy play while he was at Harvard? Three. Three. That is incorrect. I'm sorry, Carl. The answer is four. Uh, do you want to guess what they were, Al? Well, I'm sure he played football. Uh, yes. Um, I don't know if, if uh, I don't think he rode. So was there? A, there's no sailing team at Harvard. He did. Yes, he was a sailor. Was he sailing? Yep, so he was sailing. Sailor. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I would think baseball. Uh, no, mm-hmm. uh, swimming and oh, golf. Oh, oh, swimming and golf. Yeah, that's, I did not know that. I didn't. I mean, you I, got sailing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well. I mean, every one of those schools has sailing. Yeah, all the rich schools are sailing. I didn't. I didn't know schools had sailing. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Get a scholarship for it. It's uh, or or well, a cruise. I mean, everybody's got a cruise. You used to cover sailing, right? You said you went to Australia to cover sailing. Yeah, I covered three America's Cups. Yeah. So I mean, I know all. Oh, they have a America's Cup for it, huh? America's Cup for sailing, yeah. Ah. That's a, yeah, it's really, it's not that good anymore, but it used to be really good. It used yeah. to be fun. I covered all bizarre sports at colleges. Well, that's awesome. When I used to play, uh, at, that, at that school, 
I used to play in their summer leagues. I played for a team called Wigglesworth. <laughs> Wigglesworth <laughs> was a house. It sounds yeah. It, sa- it sounds like a uh, Harry Potter <laughs> it was, house. It or was something kind like of. That. It was yeah. like what the Hufflepuff. Hell? Yeah, it's basically what it was like. <laughs> there you go. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in here, get back to the phones in a second. But talking about the Phillies and the Reese Hoskins thing, and another big topic down at spring training, and this has been one of the big talking points so far. Is, is the lineup mm-hmm. and who should lead off. And I feel like this question is one that we've asked for a couple of years now. But, you know, the question to start here is, do you think Kyle Schwarber should be the leadoff hitter? And I've come around on it. It just works. Where are you with Schwarber leading off, Al? Um, I, I'll tell you, and I, I, don't, I do not think it shouldn't be asked or be an issue, but it's, it's a non-issue to me. Like he's the leadoff. I mean, that's what he does. The, the team does better when he when he's there. I under I understand people being, I, I it, it, it's going to go on forever. Even when they lose, it's like it's just built in. Like they, I, if you could bake in a controversy, they basically have baked this in as soon as they got him. Right. They, like everywhere he goes, this is baked into the conversation when he comes in. And I guess you could move him here and there, but he, he's been pretty productive there. And it is a, it's, a, it's a maddening issue to me because I believe he should lead off, and I believe if they paid me to argue against it, I could argue against it very well and say it shouldn't happen, but I want him to lead off. I, I do too. And if you want to get into one five five nine two nine four nine four, do you think Kyle Schwarber should be the leadoff hitter? I mean, he should be, and it's not. I I kind of feel the same way as you do because last year, the first part of the season, I was thinking, okay, well, just make Turner the leadoff hitter, move Schwarber down. But for whatever reason, it works. You know, he walks a lot, which is important for a leadoff hitter. Get on base. He hits uh, so many leadoff home runs where I think that. There's just a value in that where you go up and you start the game. You're up one nothing right off the bat. Yeah. How many times have we seen him do that? That's a, such a, a valuable asset to have. Yeah. And again, with the walks, like, sure, his batting average is low, but if his on-base percentage is, is over 300, close to 350, that's that's what you want from your leadoff guy. Yeah, it, it's, an, it's illogical. It's it's it, it's like that. There's the old Woody Allen thing about you know my son, my relative thinks he's a a, a chicken, yeah. and they go, well, did you tell him you know that he's not a chicken? He goes, we don't because we need the eggs. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, but it's it's so funny down there because I, I feel like Howard has taken it upon himself to be just on the leadoff hitter beat. And he's asking everybody about it. He asked Trey Turner about it the other day. And earlier, uh, or over the weekend, rather, he asked Kyle Schwarber. Here was Kyle Schwarber talking about the leadoff spot in his uh, little uh, back and forth with Howard. Kyle, there's always conversation about the lineup. Um, do you care where you hit? I know one has been kind of locked in, but do you care where you hit? No, I mean, I think the biggest thing is wherever the manager wants us to all hit, right? And, you know, I think if it's one, if it's whatever, whatever spot it is, that that's where I want to hit. And, you know, I've said that I've had the majority of my bats out of the off spot, and, uh, you know, it's just a fact. You know, it's, it is what it is, but, you know, I've hit and I've hit – one through nine in my career too so um yeah so wherever uh wherever i end up that's where i'll be do you think you're better at the leadoff spot than you are at other places in the lineup um uh i guess the i think you would say the comfortability factors there just because i've done it the most there that's where i've hit the most 
but um, yeah, I mean, you just got to be able to, to be prepared wherever you're going to be hitting. And um, like I said, I've hit in other positions before, and uh, you know, if you even if you are leading off, you lead off the game once, and then you could be hitting in a different position coming up in that inning. You could be the four guy, you could be the five guy, you could be the three guy, two guy, whatever it is. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just. I feel like it's just one spot there, you know, to start off the game and then anything can happen. First off, I love how Howard brings it up to shore, but there's a lot of conversation about it when Howard's the one starting the conversation. Uh, yeah. Well, there always is, though. It's a, right. it's an ongoing. No, it is. But uh, Schwarber is right when he says, like, this is where we, I think we overanalyze it so much. You are only guaranteed to lead off the game one time. Yeah. And then, you know, it really doesn't make that much of a difference from there. Well, it depends on what kind of lineup you have behind you moving you know i guess the the bigger argument to me is just having somebody that can move on the bases mm-hmm. that 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 is legitimate to me which is why I hit it out of the park and then you have to worry about that right <laughs> but, but but it's not going to happen every time and i you know it, 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 it's it's it makes sense on a it makes it makes sense, but then it doesn't when you watch them play right it's just okay this is what he does i mean I, I, you know for what it's worth like the Phillies came back a lot last year, late in games. But there aren't many teams that, let's say the game is at 7 o'clock, that you damn well want to be there at 7 o'clock because, because he's up. Right. You don't want to miss something <laughs> yeah, because really. Schwarber's, there's yeah. a good chance that yeah. he's going to hit the ball out of the park yeah. and the, you're going to miss one of the most exciting yeah. plays of the game. Yeah. Or you're going to be yelling at him because he shouldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So who do you want to be the leadoff hitter for the Phillies? Throw that in as well. 215-592-9494. But this is another thing, Al. Howard gave Rob Thompson his lineup uh, on Saturday morning. Would you like to hear all that back? Yeah. <laughs> Here it was. Here was Howard giving Topper the lineup. Stott and Turner. I want guys running around the bases. And, and and they both feel that they should have more stolen bases. Harper third, Bomarillo Multo. It doesn't matter; they're flexible. Schwarber fifth, fifth, Bomarillo Multo. Then either fourth or sixth. L. Castellanos, Marsh, and Rojas. You got your lefty righty, lefty righty. You got it all fit in there. And tell me what—that's a good lineup. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's a good lineup. And whatever one we go with, if it's not this one. If we get shut out three or four days in a row, I'm going to this lineup right okay, here. Okay, well, I, I put it on a small card so you can keep it with you. <laughs> I'm putting it in my wallet okay. right now. Dope. Do you think Topper was serious? Do you think he really liked the lineup? There's there's nothing as... Um, as there, there's nothing as, um, as nice as a Canadian... <laughs> there's, 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 there's nothing. I mean, you know, he could be thinking in the back of his head, whatever. It really wasn't a bad lineup. It, it but was, I mean, but yeah, and like I, you know, Howard's become that uh, lovable curmudgeon at times. He is. He, yeah, and he's, he's gone down there. But he knows baseball, obviously. He, uh, he, everybody, he's there. He shows up. So I mean, they have to put up with him. And I mean, it was a logic. It was a logical lineup. Uh, yeah, it was. I was just so disappointed in Howard because we were on together the other night for Riding with the King, and you know we were talking, and he's telling me about how he's going to give Topper this lineup. He's very excited about it, mm-hmm. and I pitched an idea to him. That you know, just ask Topper if you could be the bench coach for a day down in spring training, oh, and you get him all dressed up. He's got the Eskin '94 jersey on. Oh. Uh, could you imagine that? And he said he was going to ask Topper, and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. No, I'm very upset about that. 
That would have been awesome. Like, that would have been a highly rated spring training game. Who would not have wanted to see Howard in the dugout all dressed up and, you know, positioning Bryce Harper out there at first base? It's. I, I think most people would be horrified to try to run a, a, a – to have the egos there, to have – I. I had one game as a coach, um, as a, in a, an intramural, not intramural, a, um, like a, a celebrity game. Celebrity game? Well, no, it was, a, it was the Flyers against the Phantoms for a charity game. Okay. It's horrifying. <laughs> so you were coaching the actual Flyers team? Oh, yeah. What era was this? Like it was 90s? against Jonesy. Oh, uh, Jonesy, had, Jonesy had the Phantoms. Oh, okay. He won. Oh, really? Yeah, he offered him money. Then he didn't pay Then he didn't pay him. <laughs> so your guys are dogging it. They're probably hung over and Jonesy's guy, guys are playing. My <laughs> guys were watching the World Series and wouldn't come out for the warm-up. <laughs> that's, that's how bad it was. And then Jonesy stiffed them? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's horrible. It was horrible. Now we got a scandal involving one of the presidents of our organization. President's Give those guys those money. Yeah, President's Day, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Keith Jones. This is just a <laughs> just a little giveaway here. Jonesy is not the answer to any of our trivia questions today. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in, but if you want a presidential trivia question, we'll get those from you as well. So, do who do you think should lead off in this lineup? Al and I agree again. We both think Kyle Schwarber should be the leadoff guy. But your take on that, and also our side topic today: What is a a stadium, a venue where you'd want to see a game? You know, Rucker Park for the Sixers was a good one from San Francisco. The Roman Catholic Roman gym. Catholic gym for the Sixers. For the Sixers. That would be awesome, too. So if you have a creative one of, uh, of those for us, love to hear from you. 215-592-9494. Tom Kelly, Al Morgani, in for Joe Gelio and Hugh Douglas. This is the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Radio 94 WIP, Tom and Al in for Joe and Hugh today. Yes. Uh, what is this music, Francisco? Uh, military gun. Military gun? Yes. Okay. What Are, are they one of your, like, uh, mosh pit bands? Uh, I did mosh on Wednesday. Yeah, I saw oh, one. No. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a big mosher. Does he look like a guy who would be able to survive a mosh pit? Yeah, he's light enough to get, he can surf a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stage dive, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm too old for. I still go to. Uh, I still go to some punk things. Like I go to an Irish punk thing once a year. Oh yeah, and it's still a bit bonkers. Uh, it's getting old. You know, a lot of the guys are too old to be doing that stuff. I'm right. afraid of some concussions. Some would say I'm too old, but you know. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm afraid of concussions. Yeah, what's going on. Have down you ever there. broken any bones or anything? I've gotten hit in the face. Thought I broke a nose. Okay. I was fine. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got it. I'm trying to get you to go. You know, you'd be good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you if you, if you bought me a ticket, maybe I'd show up. I, I mean, it know. takes only like fifteen twenty dollars sometimes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You we'll know what? I'll, you know, I'll do it. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Bring the, the fam. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring. Yeah. I'll bring my kids. <laughs> yeah. Bring your bring your kids. <laughs> Is it a fan? Are these family friendly events? You know, it's or? funny. I have seen some like moms and dads bring their kid, and they have like the you know the headphones on that block oh. out the noise. Yeah. You know. So, it doesn't I seem like that. it probably blocks it out that much, though. It's probably still a lot. Yeah. Very and that was like a death metal show, too. It was hate breed. So. <laughs> the Electric yeah, Factory had some legendary ones. They were, it was a great place for that. Oh, yeah. The Franklin Music Hall was just there Saturday night. Yeah. 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 Now it's that name. Yeah. Where was the Electric Factory at? It's still there. Do you grow Where? up here? I, I say yeah, Roman Jim. Think... I say the Roman Jim, and you say the Roman Jim. The Electric Factory's on South Street, right? No, it's not. That's TLA. TLA. 
I'm, like, I'm trying to think where to describe it's where they're, four, they're like Willow and fifth, fourth, fifth, maybe. Okay. Willow and fifth, Callow Hill and between, okay. I kind yeah, of yeah. know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, right there. Yeah. You never been there? No, I've never been there. I, I've I, been to like a few con. The only concerts I've ever been to have been mainly th- at the Link because I used to work a lot of. Them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Taylor Swift and and that kind of stuff. I went to Tom Petty at the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, that nice. Was cool. That yes. was a fun concert. Yes. Yeah. It's because yeah. you have the same first name. Uh, yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I like Tom Petty's music though. That was a fun yeah, concert. pretty cool. Yeah. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. If you want to get in, talking about a lot of things today. Uh, Whit Merrifield or Reese Hoskins? Who's the better fit for this Phillies team this year? Who should be the leadoff hitter on this team? Um, as that's always a big topic of conversation. Um, and then our side topic, what's a venue mm-hmm. where you would want to watch a sporting event? And what sporting event would you want to watch there? Um, yeah. Roman Catholic gym, not the Roman Coliseum as I thought. <laughs> but I have like Lions coming up and stuff, yeah. I would like to see an Eagles game at the Roman Coliseum. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't even know the event. I, I I saw the orchestra uh, did something from there last year. It was pretty cool, the Rome Orchestra or something. Yeah. It was pretty cool. But I would like to see like uh, an NFL game at Notre Dame. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, it'd yeah. be really cool. Yeah, they should do something like yeah, that. Yeah, because these special venues, it, it it is really different. Like they play in the little league field, right? The Phillies, the the um, right. Um, well, uh, what's the name of the town they play the little league World Series? Williams. Well, yeah, Williamsport. 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 Right. Yeah, they play that game up there. That'd be cool. How about Eagle Steelers uh, at Happy Valley, Penn State Stadium? That that would be nice. That where they should have a hockey, another hockey game. Yeah, that, I think next year they they're playing the hockey game at the Horseshoe at Ohio state okay that, that'll be uh, that'd be nice yeah i just feel like man those are just tough viewing stadiums for a hockey game i feel like if you're up top i actually thought the best one was lake tahoe it was during the uh, the the uh pandemic so it was like just outdoors but that was that was so cool yeah watching that yeah that's pretty cool yeah yeah it'd be, it'd be cool to see them do more stuff like that 215-592-9494 if you want to get in let's go back to the phones and go to rick in deptford what's up rick Canadians are wonderful people unless you're driving a car in Montreal. Then it's another story. (laughs) Al Morgani, before you say no, I want to throw a scenario at you. I'm watching the game the other night at the Meadowlands, which is great. But what if you had two rinks set up side by side and both games are going on simultaneously? And then the next night... The winner plays the winner. The loser plays the loser simultaneously. I don't know about simultaneously, but I could do more afternoon, evening. I could do that. Well, why not simultaneously? Because well, you ever go to like a wrestling regional event where they have the two mats side by side? It's a lot of fun watching it, both matches going on at the same no, time. No, you can't do that. You can't have two. Why not? Because why not? Because you're watching one game. You're fans of one team. If you're a Flyers fan, you have no interest while the Flyers are playing of the Islanders and Devils. Like wrestling, you're watching your. Usually with wrestling, it's like swimming. You have, haven't lived through what, this. What about what about the network that runs nothing but the the uh, scoring place? Yeah, but you're at home. You know the red zone. The red zone. Yeah, but you're home. You're home watching on television. I'm um, you, 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 that. You're asking people in the first place. You have to have the two rinks or fields or what? No, it doesn't. It's a. It I'm does sure fit, you're a nice Al, person. It you're does. just misguided. Al, it does well, Rick, fit, Rick. I, this would. I mean, uh, the TV networks. Why would they want to do this? Uh, two games going on at once. 
because it's, it's like ESPN could have one game on one network, the other game on the other. But they could just Same stagger them and have them uh, both standalone. One at three, one at seven. See, the wait, other thing that would be nice about this, you've got this ice rink in the middle of the field, and most of the fans are so far away, all they are is part of an event. They're yeah. not, they don't really see the game that well. Well, there's the I big mean, screens. It's like when you go to a concert now, believe it or not, a lot of people are just watching the screen. It's, it sounds dumb, but it's, it, it's, it's well, reality I'm now. Well, watch the screen... I, I or whatever the price of the game. I'll I understand, but if you go see the Rolling Stones at the Citizens or the Link, believe me, forty percent of the people are watching the screen. It's just the well, way it I've is. Well, I've seen the Rolling Stones at JFK in Washington. I didn't watch the screen. Well, when was I this? I watched Mick Jagger. When was this? What year? Back in the 90, around 1990. Well, the screens now are like, they're bigger than the damn stadium. Yeah. It's like, I'm telling you, when you go to any, even games at times, there's people watching the screen. It's amazing. Well, how about this? Float it out there. Make a question. Make it a question. Ask your audience, would you be interested in a, a stadium series where you had two Ring side by side, and by the way, they will sit on NFL field. Of course, they will, Rick. If you had two, if you had two rings on it, on uh, with no. teams going yeah. simultaneously, this does not work. Rick, be- Rick, before we let you go, do you want a presidential trivia question today? No, I want to talk uh-huh. about the starting lineup. Yes. I like okay, Howard's starting lineup. You do. You don't have a guy hitting fifty home runs leading off. He should be hitting fifth. I, I but everywhere it. he goes, they win. Yeah, they, with him leading off. It, I mean, it, you just can't argue with that. I, I just the yeah, only I, argument would really be if Trey gets it going. He's like the only other option. Yeah, like Trey's Trey wheels. Hot, I mean, he got like, his okay. wheels. Yeah, I mean, I could under. I actually thought that was going to be the big issue when they got him. In fact, that was the issue when they right. when they signed. What's going to happen? He seemed to back off pretty, pretty readily. Right, but he can hit second. This is the thing. I, I think what it is is it's unconventional, yeah. and this is just something that people aren't used to. Therefore, they push back against it. But it's like it, it it works for this team. Like you look at the numbers when Kyle Schwarber leads off, as opposed to when Kyle Schwarber hits anywhere else in the lineup, they're so significantly better with him in the leadoff hall. At some points, you just got to look at it and just accept it. Like, it might not make sense. It might not seem like the best option, but for this team, for whatever reason, it works for them. I like it because it flies in the face of everything. (laughs) It's like, like for this team, it works. For whatever team he's on, for whatever the locker room, for, for... for me, watching, it works. And that's another part about it, though, is is you'd think it flies in the face of everything, but in some way, like, it really doesn't. It's like, what do you want mostly out of your guy at the top of the lineup? Somebody gets on base. Kyle Schroeder gets on base a lot. He'll strike out a lot, but the amount that he walks is extremely well, then, important. Yeah, but then he can't move. I mean, that is that is that does become an issue. I, I actually think it's, it's, it's going to be less effective. I think it's it's going to take a year for baseball teams to take advantage of the changes that went in last year. I don't think they stolen. I, I, I don't think they were used to the new rules with throwing over to first and stuff. I think, I think it's going to take this year to get used to what happened last year. Then 
it might become an issue. Yeah, and like Francisco said too, and it's a good point. If Turner is the guy you thought you were going to get, and he's you know just hitting three hundred and getting on base at a rapid pace, then okay, maybe then you entertain it and you put him first, yep. and you kind of you kind of modify it from there. But I would be very surprised if on opening day Kyle Schwarber's not the leadoff hitter. Yeah. Like Topper says, he's undecided. I don't know. It feels to me like he's pretty decided. Yeah, yeah. He's just too nice to. To, to, you know, he's being nice to Howard. Okay, he's got too many manners. He's got you know, and well, he, and also I think he's tired of the the argument. Like Howard's going to ask it? this question every it? day, but it, you, you're, because that that argument is going to be all it's forever. Yeah, it's going to be forever. And, and it, it, even in, if the Phillies lose in the playoffs, and uh, it has nothing to do with that, people will blame that for the yeah. reason they. Lose. I mean, there are certain things. That, that you just live with now. You, you you live with that argument. You live with the linebackers with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. You, you just you never gonna be. Those are certain things that you just live with. Yep. The, the, they're gonna the, they're gonna throw the ball. Run the ball. No linebackers. It's <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Let's go to Rabbi Saul. What's up, Rabbi Saul? Gentlemen, I want to talk about two things. Sure. Uh, first of all, uh, I'd like to ask. Are there any young players coming up in the Flyers organization, young goalie, that uh, we could look forward They've to? They've got two Russians that should be pretty good, or at least we think they're going to be pretty good. So uh, and because they, they've finished so bad so far, so they've gotten fairly good draft choices. Yeah, yeah. They've. Uh, I don't think they'll get a lottery pick this year, but, you know, they'll have a, another. They've got a bunch of them, but they've got a couple of goalies in their system. All right, and number two, we've talked about Schwarber batting leadoff. <clears throat> Which is worse, having him bat leadoff and strike out or having him, him be in the middle of the lineup, in the middle of uh, uh, people scoring and going and doing and people on base, and then he strikes out? Which is worse? Well... Uh, you understand when he starts the lineup or when he hits, when he's hitting at the top of the lineup, whether it's he's only hitting first once, but he's also hitting behind the ninth and eighth and seven batters who yeah. are less likely to be in the middle of a run. Well, people that are going to be on base more likely are the second, third, fourth, yeah, except, fifth, except sixth, I, I, I mean, I'll stop you right. I I understand what you're saying. But you've been a Phillies fan your whole life? Yes, sir. Okay, so you've watched National League Yes, sir. So when you add a DH, it changes the dynamic of the bottom of your lineup. You're no longer running into the automatics. You ha- it's, a, it's, a, it's a different look when you do that because those aren't, the Phillies have the one guy that you can argue that for whatever reason. But for the most part, that r- dramatically changes how things look late in the order. Right. Like you have the nine hole hitter, Saul, but you also have five, your five, six, seven, eight are basically Stott, Real Muto, Castellanos, and Marsh. So a lot of those guys, I mean, they're going to be on base when, when Schwarber comes up. Well, but but again, more likely is going to be the number two, three, four, or in this case, the number one. They would be on base more likely than the six, seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, I, I get what and you're for saying. For him to be in the middle of that and strike out, 
it's better that he do it in the number one hole than he do it in the fifth hole. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. So you want Schwarber in the one hole? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Saul, do you want a, a trivia question? I'll try. All right. Actor Paul Giamatti portrayed which U.S. president in the 2008 uh, Emmy-winning miniseries? That's a good question. Hmm. Uh, Do you know? I'll let you answer it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Saul. Appreciate the call. How about you, Al? Do you know the answer to that? Paul Giamatti, which president? Uh, no, I don't. I don't even know he played a president. I don't, that's the can, guy. From, can I take a guess? You yeah. you can take a guess, Rens. Uh, I'm, 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 I have no idea who it is, but I'll say. Uh, oh, I'll say I, I will the answer this. One. No, Wizard, John uh, Adams. John Adams. They okay. did a series about him on HBO. John Adams, the beer guy. Oh, that's Sam Adams. Yeah, that, no, Al, not the beer guy. I don't. They may have been related though. Now oh yeah, I, they were. Are they? Oh yeah, they were. were they brothers? They played on the same line. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> hockey games back in the day out on the—is that what they oh, did the during twins? the during the Revolutionary War when yeah, there was yeah, nothing else to do? Uh, let's go out to the pond yeah, and play some hockey. George Washington was in the middle. Oh, 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 oh hold up! They're what? cousins. Yeah, well, they were. They, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what you just said? No, I. I mean, you I said just brothers, guessed. right? I yeah. thought they were probably related. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, around the same. Oh, I thought I was period. like breaking news. Here. <laughs> I don't know anything about Sam Adams though, other than his beer. beer. Yeah, yeah, it's good beer. But did he have? Did, did he do anything else notable? I don't know. I have no idea. No. I don't have any clue. <laughs> uh, I have one more trivia question for you, Al. Yo. Um, who uh, who are the faces on Mount Rushmore? Um, I've only seen it from the Canadian side, and they all look like horses' asses. <laughs> um, I, like Link, uh, Washington. Yep. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roosevelt. Yes. One more. Uh, I don't know the last guy. Who's the um the third president? Adams? Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson was third. I don't know any of those guys. Yeah, good 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 tr- good try. He got three of them. That's yeah, pretty good. I don't know. I mean I guess with AI they could do another they could redo it every year, right? Where is the is Mount Rushmore at? Is that North Dakota? Or it's, Montana, uh, South right? Dakota, I believe. I, oh. I I actually went there on a motorcycle. Really? Yeah, I went on um there was a big to do out there. They have it every year. Okay. Black Mountain the I forget. I mean, I I didn't ride out there. They just got one out there. Now this this might be a dumb question. But can you like go to the top of Mount Rushmore? I don't know. I don't think so. You can only I, look at I, it. I don't know. Room? I have no idea. Okay. I mean, get a drone or something. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you, yeah, you I don't probably think get it, like, arrested think, for doing that. I don't that. think it's like the steps at the art museum. I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I didn't know. I'm like, <laughs> it, says you know, pro, it says it's prohibited. Okay. It's prohibited. Okay. Yeah, you can't do it. Well, because I went to the Grand <laughs> Relax, Canyon, you and you can, like, you can jump, traverse yeah. down. <laughs> well, you can do that. But you can also, like... Take the trails down and yeah, stuff. Yeah, get a helicopter. My wife and I were too big of wusses to do that. You didn't do it, no? I, I, well, I actually wanted to. My wife didn't want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame her. Yeah. With you, because you ain't saving anybody. Grand Canyon's <laughs> honestly kind of boring. You go there and you just, <laughs> I mean, it's a nice- Great promotion, yeah. It's a nice no, site. I, what, will, what, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about it. I will right tell now. you the worst monument in the country, and I lived there. I had a place in place called Manomet, Plymouth Rock- <laughs> if you ever think you're, go- I'm telling you, it is literally a pebble in a in a in a shaft of nothing. 
It is the worst monument in on the country. It's not even like a big rock. It, no, it's uh, it is. I, I you know we summered there all the time. We live we live right there by Plymouth Beach, and it's like this is so stupid. And the best part was watching the face of the people that come in there to see it. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> this, <laughs> this this rock. It was, it's not even true. Any of it. It's all like a big fairy tale, right? And like you got to be kidding me. Well, Plymouth Rock. It had something to do with the Revolutionary War. Right? No, it's where they landed. The supposedly when when they found the country on the Mayflower. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the yeah. Mayflower is there. This thing, it, it's a, it is literally the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I live there, and I see people, they, relatives that come. Let's go to Plymouth Rock. I mean, go see. Let's go in the backyard. We have a better rock out back. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh, it's so bad. What a letdown. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Well, thank you, Al, for warning me. I'll never be going to Plymouth Rock. Oh. Uh, you can be assured of that. Let's go to. Derek in Trenton. What's up, Derek? Hey, how are you guys doing today? Great, great. Um, anyway, yeah, as far as uh, the Hoskin, uh, Hoskin situations go, I, I always liked Hoskins, and I thought he was good with the um, you know power numbers, but it would be hard to work him in uh, in the field. So I guess I, I think it's probably best that we let him go. Um, I mean, I don't know a whole bunch about the new guy, but I, I believe he's versatile. He can play the infield, any outfield. And that's something I would yeah. think we definitely need. Yeah, he can play pretty much any position, Derek. So I think that that's that's going to be helpful to keep guys off their feet and also protects you a little bit. Like uh, Marsh uh, coming back from that knee surgery, they think will be ready. But if he's not, it's just another guy you can play in the outfield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and Hoskins, you know, he was real quirky in the field, as we all know. But, I mean, I, I hate to see the guy go. He was my favorite Philly. Um, but, you know, hey, you got to move on. Um, yeah. And then I heard you guys talking about Samuel Adams, the beer guy. Um, to my knowledge, I, I'm pretty sure he was a rebel rouser and also first cousin of John Adams. He was a cousin. We I found that out, yeah. But I don't know yeah. rabble rouser. I don't know what that is. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, well, what do you mean he, by he, rabble rouser? Well, he he was like one of the guys that were early on in the revolution that was like you know doing attacks on the British and you oh, know, like oh, oh, yeah. tea party and stuff like that. He yeah. was like one of those guys. He was he, he was like. Like like the leader of like a yeah. gang of those guys. Yeah, those guys were. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they might even been at the Boston Tea Party if I remember correctly or not. I, I'm not well, probably all sure, those but, Adams is were there. Yeah, yeah, they're troublemakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, no, I mean those British guys. They must have been the dumbest people on the planet. You, you come into a, you come over here and there's like woods and stuff or whatever, and you dress up in red. Jesus, well, <laughs> Murphy! I mean, you're trying to blend in a little bit, guys. Yeah, we're trying to overtake you, a continent why here. Why don't you have a shoot me sign on your head? Yeah. Uh, well, that's the original guerrilla warfare. We, you know, we hit yeah. behind barrels and they just walked into our gunfire. Oh my God! A- arrogance! <laughs> arrogance! Ridiculous! They thought they were just going to come in and roll over oh, us. Here. They, they were trying to be gentlemen. Back then, it was it, they were trying to be. It was like a gentleman's war where you, 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 you're you fair with each other and this and that, but they didn't, they, they didn't know what they were up against. Yeah, put yeah. it that way. There you go. Derek, do you want a <laughs> trivia question? I, I'll give it a shot. All right. Which U.S. president went by the nickname Dutch? Who went by the nickname Dutch? Um... I don't know. You got me. Okay. Uh, appreciate it, Derek. Um, I know you know, Al. Uh, so who, who do you got? Reagan. Reagan. That's correct. Was that from he his was, days? Uh, he was a cheerleader. He was a cheerleader? Yeah. I know he was an actor. He was no, an actor, right? He was I believe he was a cheerleader, like an actual with the thing with the megaphone thing. Really? I think he was. I thought he wasn't he a big actor. He was an he actor. Yeah, he was a I think a really good actor, but I think he was a, an actual 
like cheerleader guy. Really? Like in back in the you know the old black and white movies where the guy's got the megaphone. Yeah. I think he was one of them. That's cool. Yeah. You know, that'd be Why fun. Not? Yeah. Um, I think so, but I'm not positive of it because I, I was. I mean, I'm sure I went to one of his games. I wonder why his <laughs> nickname was Dutch. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was Dutch. I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took a shot. <laughs> Apparently not, though. Uh, 215-592-9494. If you want to get in, uh, obviously talking a lot of fills today. Who should be the leadoff hitter? Who do you want to be the leadoff hitter? Uh, Kyle Schwarber or somebody else? I think it's likely to be Schwarber, but should be interesting as we head up to the season here. And also, the other Phillies question we were asking earlier on, Reese Hoskins or Whit Merrifield? Uh, the Phillies sign Whit Merrifield field a one-year eight million dollar deal you look at the numbers obviously you think Reese Hoskins clearly but Murray Field is you know in my mind a better fit here I, I just think he makes a lot more sense you could play him at a bunch of different positions and Hoskins for as much as as we liked him um was a, a defensive liability and that was always going to cost them out yeah when it made. and it made two defensive liabilities yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah they, they they got better in two areas uh so we'll continue talking about that presidential trivia and when we get back Back. Get back to your call. See you guys on hold. We'll get to you coming up. Also, the thing that Rob Thompson said during his interview with Howard on Saturday that drove me out of my mind. I got to get this off my chest. I'm very upset when I heard this. That's coming up. Tom Kelly, Al Morgani, in for Joe and Hugh today, midday show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.